Yeah, I mean, speaking of pro, uh, you know topics that we've covered before, uh, meat processing, chicken processing plants in the United States are a very bad place to be a worker right now, especially during the COVID crisis. And, uh, you know, it's related to the abhorrent uh, managerial practices that we were talking about on the last topic. We want to bring you the dismaying news that it seems managers at Tyson were placing bets with each other on how many of their workers would get COVID-19. Literally putting money down and betting on each other, betting on this like John Cleese and the rich business dudes from the movie Rat Race from 20 years ago. Yeah, there is the basically uh, a betting pool. So, you know, you have like a sports event and you, know, you get all the people together and you put, you know, numbers on squares and, and whatever you uh-huh. do, they've what they've done is they've put um, numbers of workers like literally uh, how many workers, not even like which workers, it's the exact number. And in these meat processing plants, we know that they are not doing proper precautions and they are kind of being very like outward. I think that the reason why they even got caught was because of um, a lawsuit. Is that right? Yeah, it was just their total total lack of indiscretion. And uh, yeah, there was a wrongful death lawsuit tied to COVID-19 infections and a pork processing plant in Waterloo, Iowa, uh, that alleges that during the initial stages of the pandemic, Tyson Foods ordered employees to report for work while supervisors privately wagered money on the number of workers who would be sickened by the deadly virus. So it seems that this practice was kind of common knowledge among the workers, but it wasn't until there was already legal action happening because of a COVID-19 related death uh, that they were actually able to like bring this to any kind of attention, you know, that would prove, that would prove actionable that could, that they could move forward. um, Yeah. This is the, this is the mistake that a lot of managers make when uh, you, I mean, everybody's been in a work situation where the managers are whispering over in the corner and you happen to walk in and they're clearly talking against some of the workers or, or trying to drum up some, trying to think up some practice that they can do to, you know, put the third thumb on you in a certain way. And and this is, the, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that the workers knew because it was happening happening locally. Um, I can guarantee that there are people in higher up uh, parts of management that don't end up in the factory themselves right. that are doing this exact same thing and are never going to get caught for it. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, without a doubt, the middle management is, is going to be the only people who take a fall for this. You know, if the CEO had any part in it or a CFO or whatever, they, they certainly are not going to let the blame uh, trickle up to them, so to speak. And there's also, you know, there's also an element of racism in all this, which is mm-hmm. to say that like the majority, because we covered these these very same chicken processing plants, you know, a, a couple months ago, talking like about the, the way that Marshallese they capitalize. People? Yeah. The, the way that they capitalize on the, you know, difficult economic situation of Marshallese and also, you know, broadly Latino and Hispanic uh, people who who immigrate here to to get jobs. And it's this just like a, this is also a, a an area where there is a, a large black population as well. Uh-huh. So it, it just goes really far. And like you see the disregard in the way that the company prepares statements relating to this. Right. Like you have the the CEO of Tyson, Dean Banks, the most 
generic white guy name I've ever seen spit out by an algorithm. Uh, it says, we are extremely upset about the accusations involving some of the leadership at our Waterloo plant. Tyson Foods is a family company. Always relevant to throw that in there. Tyson Foods is a family company with 139,000 team members, and these allegations do not represent who we are or our core values and team behaviors. We expect every team member at Tyson Foods to operate with the utmost integrity and care in everything we do. Wow. We have suspended without pay the individuals allegedly involved and have retained the law firm Covington and Burling LLP to conduct an independent <laughs> investigation led by former Attorney General Eric Holder. Oh, If nice. these claims are confirmed, we'll take all measures necessary to root out and remove this disturbing behavior from our company. Which yeah, is like, right. They're kind of bringing in the big guns, but they're doing it in such a symbolic way. You know Eric Holder is like mad tight with the people who run Tyson Chicken, right? Like you don't get to be the fucking attorney general without making some rich and powerful friends. And the idea of an independent investigation is something you should always be wary of because yeah. what independent investigation means is internal investigation. And yeah. that's really the exact opposite of an independent investigation. Yeah. At, at best they're going to get fired, uh, like company court martialed in yeah, a certain well, a sense. A and few of them might like a handful yeah. of middle managers, not even all the middle managers who were involved. And like you said earlier, certainly not the higher ups. I don't, I don't even believe that they didn't know. I mean, like these people are constantly in contact with each other and I'm sure that right. like there's there, this is them just covering their ass They're They put out that statement, especially including like the family line, which is always laughable. <laughs> and like, I, I just don't even believe it. They had all right. So Tyson paid out five hundred dollar bonuses to people who who committed to coming in every single scheduled shift for three months. What is that? In like that actually incentivizes people to come in while they're sick. Like yeah. it is a pandemic. They need five hundred dollars. I need five hundred dollars. Like right. I, I think that they are very clearly not I mean like they're they're just like, oh no, you shouldn't have done betting on this. We're not really concerned <laughs> with the fact that people were going to die and we were going to be responsible and therefore murderers. Well, that's uh, also the thing, isn't it? Is it's like it was already reprehensible enough that they're like during this pandemic leaning on the backs of these workers who really are in such precarious positions that they have no choice other than to go in and risk their lives to make their like meager sum of money. Money. Meanwhile, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, not as many people are buying chicken in the United States. And it's like, yeah, but Tyson and all these other chicken processing companies have upped their exports to places like China and other major countries around the world, you know, by like fivefold during the pandemic. They're working harder than ever. This is an opportunity for them to become more efficient labor stealing, you know, exploitative machines. And that's exactly what they're doing right now. And then it only becomes too much to bear. It only becomes too ugly in the public eye once you have people doing something as distasteful as betting on it. Meanwhile, literally the entire economic future of the company is betting on how many workers will die in one capacity or another. Yeah, absolutely. So, that's that's the that's the truth. I mean, when they're talking about trying to get the their line to go up, that is them yep. betting on workers dying. That's that right. Is every single company, every single company that's open right now, like literally, just like maybe doing their best to keep the number low, and so they're betting on the low number, but right. they're still betting on it. Well, it's like the company that I work for, they don't want me to die because then they would have to get somebody else to fill my position and that's a pain in their ass, but they're ready to take that risk. 
to have me out there making them, you know, whatever, five mm-hmm. times what I get paid in value for the company. And that's what, that's what all of these companies are doing. That's what the schools are doing. With except they're they're gambling with everybody's lives, not just their own fucking employees, you know, because they they they're you know gr- herding all the children from a community into rooms together for X yeah. amount of time during the day. Yeah, and and I mean like the, in schools, I mean, would they not be betting on children's lives? I mean, I I don't think that this is that far fetched of an analogy or like kind of um, extrapolation of intent, right? Because this is exactly what we saw. It was a, it's always about money. It's always about making sure that the parents can go to work so that when the parents go to these Tyson plants, I mean like these, these workers who are getting bet on, who are, who are being bet on probably have children, right? They probably have families and it there. And when these, uh, capitalist scum are out there trying to figure out the best way that they can make money while putting other people at risk that is literally them betting on killing families especially if like they're gonna be the ones out there lobbying for thanksgiving to happen yeah absolutely and i mean to really drive the point home uh i just want to run through a few bullet points of what the actual betting pool looked like and what the timeline was like at the tyson plant so it says here It says here, in mid-April, around the time Black Hawk County Sheriff Tony Thompson visited the plant and reported the working conditions there, quote-unquote, shook him to the core, plant manager Tom Hart organized a cash buy-in, winner-take-all, betting pool for supervisors and managers to wager how many plant plant employees would test positive for COVID-19. And then an upper-level manager, John Casey, is alleged to have explicitly directed supervisors to ignore symptoms of COVID-19, something I believe right away, telling Mm -hmm. them to show up to work even if they were getting symptoms of the virus, saying it's no big deal, all kinds of shit like that. In late March or early April, as the pandemic spread across Iowa, managers at the Waterloo plant reportedly began avoiding the plant floor for fear of contracting the virus. And as a result, they increasingly delegated managerial authority and responsibilities to low-level supervisors who had no management training or experience. So it's like at every yeah. turn, there's they a probably way... were disciplined whenever there were any problems too. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, what what could be better? You know, I I have the management experience, and you know, whatever whatever bullshit I as a manager might actually be doing to contribute to like the product getting made at this plant, I'm no longer doing. I'm running yeah. away and hiding from my responsibilities while placing them on workers below me who do not get paid to do that shit. 